Welcome, everyone. Greetings, Greetings, everyone. Happy New Year. Yes, again, we welcome everyone. And this is Tara, and this is Rama. And uh, we are hosting this show, uh, A Night at the Round Table, tonight. And we're coming to you live from bbsradio.com, station two. We are your hosts. And uh, we have with us our energy healer and bioenergetics expert, Vinayak, as well as an energy healer of great import, Randy Miller, and our beloved author and channeler, Caroline Oceana Ryan. And then there's us here, Faction Three White Knights. Please, you can call into this show. As you have a question or a comment or anything you would like to share with us that brings more light to the subject. The numbers here are for station two, 888-429-5471 or 323-744-48. And I am going to pass this talking stick now to our brother, Micah, and Micah's going to introduce something he's going to play for all of us. And I pass this talking stick to you, Micah. Here it comes. Thank you very much. And greetings to all of our listeners from around the globe. Uh, So this is called Seven Sacred Flames Meditation. And I will start. Now, journey to the Violet Flame Temple in Telos with Adama and Saint Germain. Beloved ones, center in your heart and intend to be filled with the loving energies of your divine presence. Hear these words in the name of the I am that I am. From the Lord God of my being, I ask now that every cell, every atom, and every electron of my four body systems, all my subtle bodies, every particle of life of who I am in all dimensions and states of consciousness, be totally filled with the wonders and the miracle energies of the violet flame of freedom's love. Mm-hmm. 
I now ask to be filled again and again, 24 hours a day, each day of my life. And so it is. Breathe it in. Feel the violet flame energies merging with you as you set your intention and ask your higher self to come on a journey with us to the majestic violet flame temple in Telos. opportunity to access this temple anytime you desire. The violet flame burns perpetually and is nurtured by the love and devotion of our people. Blessing life, blessing mankind and the planet. Master Saint Germain spends much time here with his twin flame Portia and legions of violet flame angels recharging and tending the energies of the violet flame for our beloved Mother Earth. Allow your breath to take in this energy as much as possible as it flows through all your bodies and know you can bring it back with you when you return to full consciousness. Breathe in the violet flame. You are now standing in a large circular room with high ceilings. The violet flame is present everywhere. Notice the pure violet amethyst walls and the smooth amethyst crystal floor beneath your feet. An amazing number of violet-toned lights are piercing through the amethyst walls, creating a mystical, starry vision. Dozens of fountains in all sizes and shapes 
emitting every possible shade of violet hue in a magical play of colors and tones are everywhere. Water fairies are having great fun playing with these energies. Watch their exultation in their playful joy. The flower fairies are busy creating beautiful flowers with this light energy in all shapes of white, gold, and violet. They are tossing some to you, honoring you, blessing and welcoming you. Receive and take in this blissful, joyful moment. Multitudes of violet flame angels are tending the violet fire with their love and adoration. And the violet fire is not hot, but rather on the cool side. Notice there are several chairs in this captivating room. Choose the one you are drawn to, the one that feels the most comfortable to you. These chairs are made of pure violet crystal with a flame of violet underneath each one, rising up to enfold you entering and infusing every part of your body through the lower chakras. At the same time, there is another violet flame coming down from above, penetrating your crown chakra and infusing every cell of your body. Breathe this in through your crown chakra. You are immersed in the violet flame essence like never before. Several violet flame angels are now surrounding you, pouring cups of love and cups of violet fire into your energy field, transmuting whatever needs healing at this time.
As you continue to breathe in this energy, the Master Saint Germain with his Lady Portia and Lady Kuan Yin, the Goddess of Mercy and Compassion, are now by your side, filling you with their love, imprinting your auric field with the flame of compassion. This allows you to open your heart and all your cells to a greater level of compassion for yourself and for those you love. If there is something in your life that needs healing in this moment, invoke the energies of compassion and forgiveness. Allow, feel, and know change is taking place on all levels, in all your body. Breathe this in, beloveds. Open your heart to Saint Germain, the violet flame, to Quan Yin and the flame of compassion, and set your intention to completely heal yourself, to heal all traumas, past and present. This room is filled with the violet flame's powerful healing energy. Invoke this flame to assist you in your healings. Feel the heaviness lifting and dissolving into the light. Notice how much lighter you are becoming with the sensation of joy infusing your whole being. 
allow this lightness, this beauty, this love and power to nurture you. You are moving toward your victory. Do not feel rushed. Take all the time you need. Breathe. Slowly coming back, you become aware that your guides, masters, and angels are smiling at you and enfolding you with so much love, willing to assist you with any thoughts you may have. Stay with them as long as you desire. this magnificent temple to recharge and balance your energies with beloved Saint Germain and violet flame. The door is now open to you. Saint Germain will be there for you and his angels will delight in offering their love and assistance. consciousness. Know that we honor you for your openness and send blessings of love, courage, and wisdom. And so be it. All right, coming back to the world now, I pass the talking stick back to you, Tara and Rama. Thank you, Micah. Thank you. Uh, that kind of message has been coming through every kind of avenue lately. I was just listening, to, uh, repeat listening to Max Kaiser from 3.30 this morning. Um, yet it might as well have been listening to a spiritual guide guidance 
uh, walk. And basically what they're saying is all the models, uh, they're all broken in the sense that it's been uh, financialized in this world. And the financial system is broken. And so the whole story is that we're being called back to the center of our being. And uh, all the messages from the faction three white knights are doing the same thing. From the Dalai Lama coming through and uh, all the way to uh, all the way to Max Kaiser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to share a little bit from your experience this week with uh, the Faction Three White Knight connections? I can just say that what I've been hearing more and more is let go of the old stories that have to do with the matrix and the fallen timeline that has come to its end yet it's playing itself out like all the messages are saying in order for all of us to wake up and send more love to what's going on on the planet is this awakening at an exponential level and how I can describe it with the messages I've been getting is the diamond light codes are coming in from the sun. These are the particles of light that I also call the monoatomic gold. And it's changing our physical structure. It's changing everything in this realm. And it's affecting the dark side. As we're seeing things played out, very polarized, crystallized right now. You're uh, choosing sides doesn't exactly solve things. It only creates more entropy. And that's how we got here in the first place. When the fallen angels, Enki and then Lil and the rest of the gang decided to play Masters of the Universe and started the Babylonian money magic machine, which is tied in with what Max and Stacy are talking about, how it's broken. And I, what I recall in school back in the 60s, They were trying to feed us Milton Friedman's worldview of economics. This was what General Pinochet used in Chile when he took over. And Milton Friedman was a good friend of General Pinochet. 
This all ties in with the World Bank, the IMF, and these 13 families who at their, they are at their end. And uh, to bring it right here, front and center, today, five times on BBC News, I heard Joe Biden in his speech, and I have to say, neither party is worth a hill of beans as we're going to hear in the message well you got the message right um yeah oh, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is about how we take it to the higher levels because divine government comes in and this is how this changes what they're playing with is this old babylonian money magic machine that holds no weight except through fear, domination, and absolute control. As we're seeing it around the planet, there's this top tennis star uh, that's being held in quarantine in Australia, and he has refused to get the vaps, and Australia is treating him as a political prisoner right now. It's a pretty big deal because it's on all the international wires. I mean, he's in prison? He's in a hotel for quarantine. Mm -hmm. And they're planning to deport him. And Where? uh, Back to Serbia. And all of this has to do with this pandemic that I bring it right back to the Borg nanites that are connected with the 5G of what they're playing with to try to assimilate the world. And I passed the talking stick. Okay, (laughs) we're going to call on our brother Randy because he's been burning the candle at both ends. And so we're going to give him the talking stick so he can uh, have his share. Pass it to you, Randy. Thank you, Taran Rama. As you said, the Dark Ones are throwing everything on the table. They have no more cards to play. So folks, realize something. Don't get caught up in the kabuki theater dramas. Live your life to the best of your ability. Surround yourselves with loving friends and family. Something I would like to discuss. There has been a lot of talk about when is Mr. Cash going to get the machines into Arizona? We have to realize something. These peace talks are so in-depth. They are so deep. And so many things ride upon agreeance from all sides. And when it is done, it is done. He cannot come out and publicly say exactly what they're talking about or where they are in the talks. But he has said, it's not. If everything goes, if everyone does their part, by the end of January, things will be in motion. Now, we don't know what's discussed at these roundtable meetings between all these people. But we do know that the energy of the people is changing. This is a positive thing. We have to realize that when we get together like this for these roundtable meetings and we put out the loving energy, 
People do feel it. This stuff is real. But one thing Mr. Kesh said that was very interesting last night. It's the understanding between the physicality and the matter state, the energy state of plasma, which is your soul. So you want to hop on the flight unit? You want to go from Washington, D.C. over to Tokyo for a meeting? Okay, you don't need luggage because you're going to be there in five minutes. But you're going there in your physical body. So the physical machine will pick you up and away you go. But if you're going to travel in your soul from here to Mars, well, we can maybe put 10,000 people in that little machine because we're not taking physicality. And when you get to Mars and you're in total control of your soul, well, you'll just pop a body out so you'll fit in with the Martians. This is the true power of the soul. Because the soul's in control of the body. As Rama calls it, a rental unit, which is true. So we have to take care of the rental unit. And right now, the energies of the planet are so wild that when you get into a node of energy and you're working with this energy fields, this is what I was doing last night today, working with these fields. Part of me wants to lay down and go to sleep. The other part of me is wired and tired all at the same time. And it's learning how to blend with all these incoming energy. Throw your watches away, throw the clocks away. That never worked. You're running on nature's time. Never, ever do I see any of my cats standing there with a watch on their little paw saying, uh, meow, it's 8.30, I have to have breakfast. They go by the natural time. And all they're pushing, all the deadheads on TV, well, I have to get back to nature. We are nature. We've always been nature. And nature's in control. Mother Earth is in control. The elemental kingdoms are in control. And we are in control, too, of our own environments, of our own little worlds. Because that's what the religions don't want us to figure out, that we are creator gods. And when it comes out, and it will, very soon, that we are this. The religious leaders will have to stand down because they will no longer have a job, which means the kings and queens will no longer have a job because they will not have to answer to the church. So this is being discussed behind the scenes right now. So realize when that stage opens up and disclosure happens, it's going to be beyond people's wildest imaginations, the things that are going to change. And they're not going to change overnight. It's going to take time to adjust. And we're adjusting on a 24-7 basis right now. So I pass the talking zinc back to you, Tara and Rama. Namaste. That sounds like 100% to me, Randy. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for the laughter. That's good. Laughter helps a lot these days. Um, all right. I think we want to pass this talking stick to our sister, Caroline. Here we go. Are you ready, sister? Thank you so much, Tara. 
And Rama, beautiful update, absolutely beautiful um, energy update from uh, from from our sweet brother uh, Rama. And you know what what Randy was saying, I have to second that wholeheartedly. And and what Rama was saying as well, because basically what's being said here and what I just channeled is don't let the old power crowd set the tone or the content of how you feel about life right now, or where you think the planet is going or where your life is going. They are not the writers of your story. You are. You're a co-creational god or goddess in a world and in a universe where you form outer situations from the energy that begins within your own thoughts, expectations, feelings, and understanding of how great you are, or maybe how how weak you are if you feel to be weak, at which point you're going to abdicate your power and your co-creational ability to somebody else. And is that the era we're in? Is that where we are right now on the planet that we're just disempowering ourselves and saying, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to decide how I feel about life until I watch the news. I'll probably be really depressed and upset, but that's okay. Cause that's how I was raised and that's just how it's done. And all the energies pouring in now are saying, no, that is not how it's done. That's not who you are. That was third dimensional life. As you step into 5D, you're going to release that need to glance over here or over there to find out where the where the barometer is, how you should be feeling, or where you're going to discover your own compass is the power of your own soul. And this astounding, yes, the diamond white light activation pouring in. Absolutely. Um, also, what Randy said about time, um, the channeling I'm putting out tomorrow is from Archangel Michael. And I said something, I was asking him questions, basically saying, this is happening in this country or this state and this and this and this. They're trying to take our freedoms away. This is medical tyranny, et cetera. And how do we respond, et cetera. And he's answering this really beautifully. And then um, I said, well, he said something. And I said, well, how much time is that going to take? You know, like how long will it take us to get to this new earth we're creating? And he said, just come away from the idea of time. It's completely irrelevant. It's an illusion. Just drop that. Things can happen as soon as you step into it energetically. So a thousand times, yes, to everything that's been said so far. (laughs) Um, I just put it in my own way. But um, yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much. And I'll pass this talking stick back to our host for the evening, Raman Tara. Thank you, Carol. It sounds like ditto, ditto, and uh, another ditto. Exactly, (laughs) yes. Yeah, um, I thought I was in a a spiritual seminar all day listening to the news because nobody was talking about news. They were talking about what you're talking about caroline what you're talking about randy what you're talking about uh micah and uh the meditation that sonia helped us with here tonight and i am just saying i am in a wonderful place it's music to my ears you're looking for a financial diet update and you get a spiritual pet talk i'll take it and uh, that was something i wanted to talk about tonight the uh, and I mean, I'm using Rama as a sounding board and the white knights, but I mean, I remember all the times that we would recon- 
we would defer to listening to what Rama was telling us that he got in terms of the messages from the faction of three white knights about Masara enactment. I mean, again, all the money financialization stores are dropped. And Caroline was saying a couple of weeks ago on this conference call, we were talking about, well, put your money in a credit union. And then Caroline said, well, that doesn't work anymore either because credit unions have something that's just as much similar to the FICA insurance and they all got it. You know, they're all, they're all just like banks. And so the real act, uh, saturation point has been re reached where everything goes to zero. And these guys that are literally multi-trillionaires, all of that goes to zero too. And this rat race of running for money rather than being here now ends. And it builds up, but it's ending like very promptly. Every man woman and child no matter what the condition <coughs> and it's been figured out at a larger scale where again we have galactic intervention and whatever needs each individual child or baby or woman or man or family or broken family or you know children running around with nobody it's all being intervened upon and handled and what that means is everyone has equality $10 million and what everyone needs, wants, and desires, not from their ego, from the spiritual plane, is determining itself through us because the light of a 10,000 suns, Rama says, oh, it's 10 million suns, the light that's coming in is at such quantum uh, amounts at such uh, in ever-increasing rates of frequency. Yeah, how that is being handled right now is our quantum physicists are coming forth more and more how the quantum field is acting and reacting with us and our conventional science can't explain the quantum field, the Akash, and it has to go to those higher realms. And that's where our friends step in who folks might say there's nobody in the room, but the room is so crowded with folks here uh, just ask them to show up and they're showing up. You can just feel it. It's tangible. I pass the time. Hmm. Well, I think we're at a good place here to um, make the shift. There's something called Rama's going to read about something called diamond light codes coming in. And uh, our sister Celia Fenn, I mean, Rama brought his messages home and we transcribed and put them all down. And then Rama printed out Celia Fenn and she was talking about diamond light codes. 
So everybody's getting it from every place. And uh, so let's just take a moment and Rama's going to read messages. Okay. Yes. And listen to the every single nuance, every single vibration, because each one of the updates are not that long. They're not wordy, but they're to the point. And they're bringing in this higher spiritual energy. Uh, as Cheryl always tells us, we're, we're preparing for divine government in, the, in, in everybody's life. And we're just going to learn every step of the way. What does that mean? Yes, Rama? Oh, nothing. <laughs> oh, he's got this little doohinky on his cell phone that puts a flashlight on. So he can read by the light of his tel- cell phone. Thank you, Rama. Continue. This is Sunday, December 26th. Um, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> his Holiness, the Dalai Lama, sends his condolences on the passing of Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Oh, yeah. Please accept my heartfelt condolences, he wrote, and convey the same to your mother and other members of your family. I pray for him. As you know, over the years, your father and I enjoyed an enduring friendship. I remember the many occasions we spent time together, including the week here at Dharmasala in 2015, when we were able to share our thoughts on how to increase peace and joy in the world. The friendship and spiritual bond between us was something we cherished. Archbishop Desmond Tutu was entirely dedicated to serving his brothers and sisters for the greater common good. He was a true humanitarian and a committed advocate of human rights. His work for the Truth and Reconciliation Commission was an inspiration for others around the world. With his passing, we have lost a great man who lived a truly meaningful life. He was devoted to the service of others, especially those who are least fortunate. I am convinced the best tribute we can pay him and keep his spirit alive is to do as he did and constantly look to see how we too can be of help to others in service to this planet. Um, And this is Friday, December 31st, the Dalai Lama speaks. My favorite prayer says, for as long as space endures and for as long as living beings remain. Until then, may I too abide to dispel the misery of the world. And in trying to fulfill that aspiration, I feel my life has been of some benefit. And this is Friday, uh, the 31st. I received a call from the poppy lady today at 1210. She said to me, Lord Rama, please place Afghanistan in the circle of support. 
There is so much samsara going on. There have been over a hundred extrajudicial killings going on. The Taliban CIA deep state in Afghanistan since the end of August, as the United States officially left and today. We are still traveling around Afghanistan, helping the people who don't have anyone else to help them besides the galactics. May you and your beloved have a happy, healthy, and safe new year for 2022. Satnam Namaste. Meanwhile, I was just going to add because um, um, we've been being told on the news that there, there are there are millions of people starving to death in Afghanistan. So I think you got a message from the poppy lady that the galactics are helping people with food too. Yeah, they are. Just They're, like in Palestine. Yeah, and in that Mount Sinai region too. Yes. Yes. The, in other words, everywhere that the people are hungry, they're getting some help. And so it does work. This uh, keeping everyone equal to each other and keeping everyone in mind as though that was our another another ourselves. And this is still Friday. Meanwhile, I called Ranamu at twelve twenty today. She said to me, "Lord Rama, I am at the top of Mauna Kea Mountain at the planetarium on the Big Island. My message to you is from Cape." Canaveral, Florida, NASA, never a straight answer, has launched a new telescope into space. As this telescope fully opens its sun shield, it will look back to where the Big Bang began 450 billion years ago and relay this information back to Earth. The name of this telescope is the Jim Webb Telescope. With all this new information about our origins coming into humanity's consciousness, awareness in real time, it is the quantum field talking to us, letting us know we are one with all that is, where all that is expands beyond anything we would have imagined before this now moment. Awesome. May peace prevail on earth as it is in this new heaven place of violet fire. This is the Dalai Lama on January 3rd. From the moment of birth, every human being wants to discover happiness and avoid suffering. No differences in our culture, our education, or our religion affect this. From the core of our being, we desire joy and contentment, but so often these feelings are fleeting and hard to find. And this is Monday. I received a text message from Lady Master Nada today at 11. She said to me, Lord Brahma, with this 222 year, my twin flame, Admiral Sananda Kumara, the office of the Christ is anchored here on beloved Mother Gaia. What is being taught is loving kindness, like what Archbishop Tutu spoke about. 
Let us help the least among us right in this moment now. May we send love to the darkest places on the planet. The time is now. Sat Yuga is here, a hundred thousand years of peace. See you in the light of the most radiant one. In love, truth, peace, freedom, justice, and beauty for all it can be. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Blaze the violet fire, Satnam, namaste. And this is Tuesday, the 4th. I received a text message from number 15, the head of the ACIO, the Alien Contact Intelligence Organization. It was 11.25 a.m. this morning. He said to me, Lord Rama, the media on Earth is compromised by the 13 families, and the 13 families are in their final hours. Send more love. They, the media moguls, are terrified of what their overlords, the dark ones, will do to them as they start telling the truth, like uh, that there is no illness. It is the 5G board nanites. Something huge is coming in. It is us meeting ourselves, and we are those galactic ones. This is about the return of the goddess. Stay in the high vibrations. Do not get swayed by the Faction 2 news. Focus on the light of the most radiant one. Satnam, namaste, blaze the violet fire. And this is yesterday. I received a text message today from Sweet Angelique the Cat and Tom, the ringtailed cat. It was 12-12, early this afternoon. They said to me, Lord Rama, we have been here at Stonehenge since sunrise. The light coming in is coming from Galactic Center. And it is the light of the Atone, the one creator's source. This And this light is saying, stay in the high vibes. The matrix is a hollow shell of itself. It's quickly running out of ways to control the new energies coming in. Any time now, we will all see that signal. When the regular programming ends and you will see the captain or Commander Brillon or Captain Soltek or a number member of the Astar Command, we can give you no dates, yet the time is now. Look all around you with your inner eye as well as your physical eyes. The light of Sat Yuga is here. We will be seeing you soon. Sat Nam Namaste. Play for Violet Fire. Mm-hmm. And this, um, I'm getting there. This is today. What did you read this page? Oh, yeah. Okay, this is today, Thursday. I went and sat in the plasma field today. It was 11.25 in the morning. I spent an hour there. 
the plasma field showed me different geometric images that were diamond-like code particles. I saw this in my dream time last night as well. And it just keeps pouring in. I mean, almost every hour I kind of woke up and I could feel the energy. So it was a wild night last night. The, the plasma field showed me different geometric images that were diamond light code particles. They were shaped like different types of diamonds. And the plasma field explained to me that our son Saul was discharging these diamond light codes. The diamond light codes are affecting the dark side negatively since they are full of venom. They are fit to be tied. They cannot handle these energies at all. The Republicans are still claiming that the election was stolen. But truth is, neither party is worth the hill of beans because this is all part of the old matrix, which is fading away fast. I mean, I heard today five times, I'll say it again, on BBC News, they metaphorically said that on January 6th last year, Donald Trump held a knife to the throat of America and he intended to cut the head off. I mean, where do we go with that except to send more love? And I know the galactics are here and there are so many folks that are coming forward and saying, yeah, this democracy as you can keep it, this republic is hanging by Superman's hair. <laughs> On the news tonight regarding that story of today, um, they went over um, President Trump calling Pence around 10 o'clock that morning. And then Mike Pence met with Mr. Short and Mr. Jacob, and then he excused himself and he uh, to take a call upstairs alone, and it was it was Donald Trump, and he said, "I'm heading to the Capitol soon." That's what Pence told Trump, and then I told you I'd sleep on it. I'll take a look with my team. I'll hear any objections and evidence. Yet when I go to the Capitol, I'll do my job. In other words, he told Trump that he's not going to do what Trump wanted him to do which was to not hand in the electoral votes for Biden. And so he just told them he wasn't. So they had the guillotine built for the, that reason. They were really going to hang him that day. And, um, or whatever that is, that uh, it wasn't a guillotine. It was a... It was a noose. A noose, yeah. Mike, this is not right, Trump said. And uh, to Pence, and uh, he said, "Mike, you can do this. I'm counting on you to do it. If you don't do it, I picked the wrong man four years ago." As Trump kept pushing Pence, the president's body man, Nick Luna, entered the and handed the president a note. They were ready for him at the rally outside. His people were waiting. So. 
I'm just reporting on this because a lot of people called and said they want to know what's going on at that 3D level. And to make a long story short, all of this is just beginning of the end and they're going to take down the entire facade of empire. Yes. And to go on here, the wise council of elders are here is what I heard next. They are asking us to call upon them. How we best, how we best, do that is to slow down, sit down, and breathe, and listen to the great silence. In between moments, we will hear the music of the spheres, and we can see it, taste it, touch it, feel it. This is what resonates from the higher heart realms. Sat Namaste. This is a note from me. <laughs> I see Quetzalcoatl, Lord Lanto, Lord Katumi, Saint Germain, Lord Maitreya, Lady Master Victory, Lady Master Hope, Lord Michael, Sanat Kumara, Lord Aramu Muru, and Lady Master Muru, Lord Anton of the Silver Fleets of the Inner Earth, Lady Master Kuan Yin, Captain Ashtar, Lady Master Athena, Admiral Sananda Kumara, Serapis Bay of the Fourth Ray of Spiritual Disciplines. These are just some of the members of the Wise Council of uh, Elders who are here in the physical and are being, are talked to by Grandmother Beatrice. She is a Zuni elder from the Zuni Pueblo here in New Mexico. Grandmother Chandra and Grandmother Flor de Mayo, a Mayan elder, call them in. They will come and sit with us. This is not a joke. This is real. Trust your inner wisdom of the force. Satnam Namaste. Blaze the violet fire. Okay, then you can do that. And this is what Celia Fan said in the last since the fourth the sun may be quiet but cosmic energies are pouring in to help firm up the new earth timeline i have been feeling intense energies in my head and high-pitched noises in the ears and i'll say other folks are having ringing in the ears i've had it all indicative of incoming high-level diamond-like codes. Also feeling very tired and just want to sleep. Pain in joints and muscles. I've been having pains in my head. <laughs> well, you know the protocols. Rest, hydrate, stay centered in your heart. It is also very important to stay grounded as this intense energy in the head can make you feel disconnected and dizzy, leading to falls and similar small accidents. I am resting up and taking it very easy the first few days in 2022. Love to everyone. And I'll just say, everybody feeling these energies and 
like I said, I was watching these diamond light codes through the night, different geometric shapes. And almost every hour I kept waking up and I could feel something. The cats were very alert all night. So something is up. I passed the talking stick. Oh, well, I know that Caroline and the and and her her consulting team has a has a whole bunch of questions. Yet I can also keep it open and will repeat. Oops. Oh, can you fix that? Um, yes, I can just repeat the phone numbers here uh, for anybody that would really like to jump in and ask some questions or share what they're hearing. And so this is the numbers for station two. I'll repeat them again. 888-429-5471. I'll say that again. 888-429-5471 or 323-744-4841. And again, that's 323-744-4841. So in the meantime, while we're waiting for somebody that says, yes, I have a question or something, uh, I pass this talking stick to Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Well, some basic science here. Someone did tell me about this telescope um, that was launched into space. How is it going to find? Oh, it's, it's going to find where the Big Bang um, occurred, the center of that? Essentially, what it's doing is looking back through our local universe and the other universes. And Nassim Haramin talks about this in some of his um, writings, where as you take a powerful enough telescope and you look back, you know, looking back in time you know so to speak you're looking back at the creation of our local universe and this telescope the Jim Webb telescope is I'm not sure how many times more powerful than the Hubble telescope yet it is going to be sending back data that is you know taking us back to the very beginning when that so-called Big Bang, the God particle created, which I call creator goddess, all that is. Yeah, everything in creation is actually goddess. Yeah. That's something to contemplate. It is that um, primordial energy that they call anima in animas. And it's that in the concept of the female the void the negative womb space it's not a evil thing it's just you know as opposed to positive like the poles on a 
that or you got positive negative. It's that unmanifested primordial energy that is pouring forward. That's kind of how I see the Big Bang or how it's been shown to me through the years. All right. Well, um, uh, do you see the launching of that telescope, that whole program, as being really important at this time? Is there a reason, do you feel, that it happened at this time? Do you know what I mean? Is it tied into what's going on in the planet on a higher energetic level? I think it does because there's a lot of stuff they didn't share with us. Like Dr. Greer has talked about how this universe is not devoid of life. It is so filled with life that it's not funny. It is not empty. It is full. (laughs) And how we introduce that to the rest of the folks that got their blinders on is to wake up to the quantum field like Tryon talks about that if you're going to see yourself in those higher realms, you know, you are so magnificent. Each one of us as these creator gods, goddesses, that that energy in of itself is so magnificent and the dark side wants us not to see this. And that's why they keep pumping out all the distractions, 24-7 news cycle ad nauseum. And what I think is going on with this telescope and the other stories is that more and more folks are waking up to the fact that we're not alone And the stories are going to come out, whether it's actual eyewitnesses that have had the experiences. And some folks have been taken uh, maybe because of past karmic issues or past life issues. However, it is described that maybe agreements were made. And I'm speaking about the fact of the little gray guys, the Zetas, that have come to experiment on humans. And it's not that they're evil. It's the fact that what has been going on since the Orion War is getting rid of the mind control of the matrix of pitting one side against each other. And in the... uh, in the story of the Zetas, they destroyed their planet. It had a nuclear war and it went supernova. And they are sort of a race without a planet or a culture. Yet uh, Bashar talks about how in the 24th century, 23rd century, the Asanis have already brought themselves back to wholeness this is not talked about too often at this time but Bashar is one of the Asanis that tell people who they are they are a combination of humans and greys 
where they have hybridized themselves mm -hmm. and they have brought in the emotions and the higher wisdom, how to heal the trauma that goes back so many millions of years. Ranamu is one of these people that's an Asani. I know she doesn't come from our past. She comes from no, the future. She comes from our future, but she comes from 175 million years into our future. I didn't know the Asanis are out there. Yeah, they are. Oh my God. Yeah, this is how deep the story goes. And George Lucas is the only one that kind of touched on this with Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's the one still that. around. Of course. So he's chattable with. Yeah, he's chattable. <laughs> I passed the talking stick. I hope that answers you. Some questions, Caroline. No, that's a big. That's a big help. Um, now the diamond uh, light activation happening now. Um, I'm wondering, well, gosh, I've got several questions here. I'm trying not to convolute them too much. I'm going to ask my, my spirit team what would be a good way of asking this. Uh, okay, have your, they're saying, have your people, Rama, talked about specifically how this new diamond light pouring in is going to affect us, not just with giving us headaches, I'm aware of that. I've been dealing with that and the ringing in the ears and the joint pain, et cetera. Um, yeah. So maybe it's not all being middle-aged, but <laughs> um, how does that affect human consciousness? Do you feel, do, do, have any people talked about that? How it affects human consciousness is you have more awareness of the higher realms all around you. And if you're not, following a spiritual practice is going to create a bit of uh, stuff in your body so that you're going to feel the ascension symptoms, to put it simply. And if you're not, you know, drinking enough water or trying to eat a lighter diet instead of a heavy, you know, animal diet or but going towards plant-based foods, it's going to create issues. And you're going to feel the energies and be kind of out of sorts. And as we are seeing right now with this Omicron <laughs> fiasco, it, it is creating quite a challenge for folks to stay balanced because fear is a tangible real thing and it is affecting people and as you're not following a spiritual path it'll get you so to put it simply yeah all right i follow and that is completely wonderful um you know about this light coming in but I'm I'm just a little amazed that they said that the at one point one of your people said um, let me see here if I can find it now sweet Angelique and and Tom the ringtail cat yeah still at Stonehenge they're never done with <laughs> Stonehenge mm -hmm. but that's that's nice it's an amazing place mm -hmm. and um, all right 
the light is saying, stay in the high vibrations. The matrix is a hollow shell, quickly running out of ways to control the energies coming in. Well, how would they ever control the energies coming in anyway? How does that work? So are they saying control um, our reaction to them? I mean, do you understand what they were talking about there? Um. Well, I think like, what's that thing called up in Alaska? That Oh, that um, harp. Harp technology. Oh, yeah. And the different kinds of say what they do is they take waves. yeah and sound frequencies. They take the energies coming in and they distort them, and yeah. that causes all kinds of havoc in the human body, in the mind, in the emotional body, and it's 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 very evil. Our deep state and the ABC agencies and the defense contractors like Raytheon, Boeing. General Electric, Lockheed Martin, as Dr. Greer calls them, the skunk works. They have been studying this for years and years. DARPA is in there, how to take sound frequencies, light frequencies, distort them to cause physical pain and disruption in the body. And illness. And And illness and death. And they're and doing this doing. right now. It's just like when one of those reports Rama was saying, there really is no virus. No. Which is absolutely true, but there's a combination of, in the masses, the American diet or the Western diet is atrocious. It has nothing to do with the body and what's really food for it. And you do that every day for some years or decades. You've got messed up bodies and you've got minds that are not functioning well because they don't have a synchronicity with life and spirit yeah so that's all these spiritual energies have been being blocked but it's becoming less and less possible because there's so many people waking up and they're putting the spiritual messages out and you're finding the synchronicity and all the spiritual messages dovetailing and so they've pretty much lost the game when you're drinking gallons as max kaiser said it's of corn syrup and glucose and other kinds of genetically engineered abominations of desolation (laughs) Uh, you know and it calcifies your third eye you know what i'm talking about you know how many hits of acid did i take tonight you know i mean that's kind of how folks sort of If you can't grok this, it sounds like nonsense, but it isn't nonsense. What's not nonsense? The fact that these light codes are coming in, everybody's being affected by the energies, whether you're on a spiritual path or not. And as the energies get more intense, You've got to either surrender to the light frequencies or it's going to mess with you. That's what meditation helps with, you know, uh, training your mind to focus on a higher frequency and take in the teachings and uh, not be in a fidget mode or uh, distraction or. Or waiting for Godot to show up with the money. Or playing with your telephone and you can't stop. Yes. I mean, 
it's 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 you know doesn't seem like there's much in the middle lately you know like because the intensity like you were saying Mama, of the dark side knowing that they've got to fight harder to get people away from the spiritual path and they're having no they're not having much luck lately i don't know what's that. interesting to me is that even from the hollywood media we've got movies like this new matrix film that came out which is also on hbo max if people have that and it's so full of really fascinating insights into the the illusion you know the matrix in the sense of what we all live in every day and um it's it's so amazing i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it again because there's so much in it so much symbolism um Yeah, really, really something. Have you guys seen it? I have seen parts of it, uh, you know, on the internet. And what I could say is that it relates to what's going on right now as how they're using this fear-based technology to create such an atmosphere that I don't know. I, I got saw this on the internet that the Supreme Court is going to have a special hearing tomorrow, and of course, Mr. Joe knows about it, and they're talking about actually moving on trying to create a way in which they can say that if you're not going to get the jab, you can't go to work, you can't function in normal society. And there's an online petition to stop it. Yet at the same time, it's like the Supreme Court is controlled by the Vatican. And how that changes is the divine forces coming in. That's how I can best describe it. The Supreme Court is. They're planning to do some kind of special session tomorrow. Talking talking about how they can, you know, control the rest of the country with a mandate that you got to get the shot or you can't work or function in society, you know, and they're trying to, I think they've already done this in australia which is pretty scary yeah exactly um i didn't realize they were meeting to do that wow yeah a lot of light to that um micah did have a an energy update also we can come back to that issue but um if you want to call on micah um maybe not not i can do it now would you like that caroline Oh, it's up to you, hon. It's your, it's your, your show. <laughs> Micah, let's take a little station break from the questions and let's see what you got to share with us about energy. Greetings, everyone. <clears throat> um, well, folks, yeah, just uh, there is a major shift happening behind the scenes. Many of the religious leaders are preparing in the background for this major paradigm shift that is in process as we speak. The North American continent will have a major role to play in this manifestation. 
The shift will be the end of religions and stepping into one nation, one planet, one race, one soul. The end of the Vatican and the Pope, the end of the chief rabbis in Jerusalem, the Muslims, the Buddhists. There is no more positions for religion. New teachings about the soul and the knowledge of the creator and creation will become the norm. We are entering into a new cycle of peace, joy, happiness, and abundance. In the coming time, Cash Foundation will reveal many of the things that have been happening in the background over the lifespan of the foundation and how they have survived. How in the past they have been blocked by different nations in the name of national security and even betrayed by many different people from within the organization. The powers that were have been relentless in their attempts to stifle, debunk, humiliate and slander Mr. Kesh and the Kesh Foundation. With at least four assassination attempts on his life, three family exiles, and two terabytes, that's two terabytes of data given to the government of Iran full of lies and misinformation in attempt to topple the foundation and take down Mr. Kesh. And yet, Mr. Kesh and the foundation still stand vibrantly thriving. They have stood the test of time. 15 to 20 years ago, Mr. Kesh was going to release the Magrav free energy device to the world, but was blocked on every front. 15 to 20 years later, free energy is not a theory and the Magrav power systems are in full production. Anyone that is... um, Uh, Sorry, Kesh Foundation has also brought on board a team of professional consultants that will be there to assist in the future development of over 1,000 Kesh Foundation facilities, including the research and development universities, manufacturing facilities, and health and wellness centers across the planet. They will now take the position that we are here in your country, we are investing, we have nothing to do with the governments. And how can we help you make your life better? Humanity is now at a place where it's ready to mature. On December 15th, during the five plus one negotiations, the foundation stepped in and dropped a bomb of knowledge on the negotiating table with the five plus one and the IAEA, International Atomic Energy Agency. At the time, at the same time, they removed themselves and became independent of the governments, effectively becoming a guardian of the negotiations. And on December 15th at 11.01, they hit the Americans with the hardest hammer they could ever be hit with. And now we will see these negotiations be completed within the next two months. And they will be completed in a satisfactory and beautiful way. We have achieved it. And now it is time to concentrate on supporting the change to come. The first flight system testing will be done out of Arizona. It was just announced. And the system has already been transported across the Atlantic and is now in the United States. This would never have been done were it not for the peace negotiations. Moving forward, the best steps to take are to share and teach the knowledge of the plasma science and space technology. There is still a massive percentage of the population that has not even heard of it yet or even aware that it exists. 
And with that, I pass the talking stick back to you, Tara and Rama. There we go, unmute helps. <laughs> Thank you, Micah. My goodness. It just seems like solutions are just pouring into our awareness now. Solutions about how to work with higher frequencies and light, color, and sound. That's, that's what everything is made up of anyway. Color, sound, and light. Those three things. Uh, and make sure we make the choices to notice. It was just like, I see if I get this right, but Marita Robert was telling us that um, the right uh, frequency is not 440 on the scale. What is it? 430. 432, Two. I think. Yeah. In other words, all the music's being created from the wrong frequency basic frequency tone that we all listen to which means we're living in a discordant world even though it sounds beautiful mm -hmm. it's off and it's causing an irritation that by itself could be a cause of death over time it's so it's you know they thought of everything you think but they didn't think of everything because um the nature of humanity is to seek the light in spite of all the detours. And uh, one of those readings that you were giving, uh, they were talking about as consumers consider to continue to just look for the, for the next day that they can consume, they will not be able to stay here. The energies will be too high because you're putting your values on this consumerism. Um, Okay. Yes, yes, and yes. So, um, what? No. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Caroline, I think you have more questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You mentioned Lord Anton um, of the Silver Fleets of Inner Earth. And I'm wondering, are we getting added help from our friends in Inner Earth at this time? And do you speak to anyone directly from there, Rama? Um, at times I do. I talk to Diane Robbins. Uh, she lives up near Mount Shasta and she's been in the inner earth. I think she's in might... Panther Meadows. Yeah, yeah, I think she's in her 70s or 80s. She's yeah. Been around since Tuella and Sister Hedra were on the planet. The 40s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Has she actually been in the Earth? I thought she I just think she's been in the physical. Yeah, in through, the inner Earth. actually walking through Panther Meadows and finding the opening to there. Oh, there. my golly. Because she lives another, in the past, I think. Another person. Wait, wait what did you say, Caroline? She lives at Mount Shasta, I think, is what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, very yeah. close. Very close. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, go another, ahead. Another person that has gone in is Neil Donald Walsh. Yep. Holy tamale. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have gone in. They just, they just don't talk about don't it. Don't talk about it. Because right? uh, how do you describe 
you know, telos, like we heard this meditation, you know, the temple of the violet light. And you have to be in the right state of consciousness to be able to handle going into telos. Yes, it's completely 100% the fifth dimensional consciousness there. Where everybody knows how to manifest a physicality that can be seen and also demanifest. Not one iota of darkness can you hold to walk in there because it will affect you. Yeah, you won't be able to take the energies. And um, also telos is underneath the ground in the fifth dimension is a very large place. It goes from telos all the way to... uh, Sedona, yeah, under the ground. How many hundreds of miles is that? Thousand miles, maybe. I mean, it's a very, 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 very large place, and they have landing bays everywhere. They travel by starship all the time. You can you can go through Taos Mountain to Telos. There are pathways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's from Mount, underneath Mount Shasta to Sedona, Mama just so our audience uh, is aware of that. I don't think you mentioned it. It's from underneath Mount Shasta, a mile and a half, all the way to Sedona, is is Telos. Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, you just repeated it, so everybody who missed it got it. Um, Yes, and um, everybody there, um, Rama and I, we lived with Sharula who was born in Telos in 1795. So as we've said this before, she is, uh, she's living on the surface and she's living very reclusively, not too far from Santa Fe. And um, her, her beloved is, uh, was uh, in his past reincarnation, Montezuma. And she spent time at that time in Spain and she came over on a ship in Spain and they wrote a book about this. It's called called The The Year Year One Read. Read. You can find it probably on Amazon. Does it say by Shield and Shula? I think so. Uh, Yeah. So, um, yeah, Uh, it's a very, very, very uh, enlightening uh, book. It really brings it home her home uh you actually get to learn a lot about it and i'm just going to say that's what's going on right now if in case you're wondering is that the veils are so thin so people who are still pursuing like this consumerism concept and this money concept in order to uh stay within the parameters of the empirical controlling forces of the mind and the body and the spirit it just isn't going to work anymore it's uh it's uh against our best interest to support criminals (laughs) on a regular basis although we've certainly gotten used to it um and not noticing the light gets harder and harder every day I mean, we're looking at the star Sirius and it's really strong. It's right out our window right now. Um, Sarah? Yes. Um, um, I've got a 
a, a couple of comments. One of them is when you when you just finished saying a little while ago that the, or a few minutes ago that the uh, nature of humanity is to seek the light, and it just came to me that's what the God Code that um, Greg um, what's his face has always talked about. So we've been implanted with the yeah thanks um, we, we've been implanted with the God Code since the beginning. And even all of the um, deconstruction of whatever of our DNA has not removed that thing at all. So that I just wanted to to say that because it's something we haven't talked about ever. That, that we do have that thing, you know. He he's the one. That, Greg Braden is the one that called it the God Code that's in us, built right into us. And somehow or another, that never could get built out of us or taken out of us, even with all the manipulation on our DNA and so on and so forth. So that's one thing. Then the other thing is that maybe folks, um, having had that list as long as your arm about all of the people that we can call on, uh, maybe people don't know who to call on as well as exactly how to do it. So I thought you should address that too a little bit for the benefit of our listeners and uh, I'll just sign out and continue to listen. <laughs> Thank you, Penny. Um, Rama, do you want to start something with that? What I could say about that is that it's not everybody gets blinded by the light and knocked on the ground and aha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're here. <laughs> yeah. Although if you you pursue light in even the tiniest little amount, the spirit will come to you and answer you in the most unlikely of ways. Yeah, this is, I mean, I remember back in the day when Tiramithi Leary was doing his, you know, acid trips with the San Francisco community and um, Dr. Uh, Stephen Gaskin of the farm was having something called Monday night class and Tim Leary would come there and he would share uh, how to connect with the different Ascended Masters and Galactic Commanders. And I mean, this goes way back. Some of the people listening weren't even born on the planet yet. But what I'm saying is that through all the years of connecting with all these beings, and I have been in the presence of Sai Baba and Mother Teresa and Swami Satyadananda and Yogi Bhajan, other Masters, Swami Muktananda, I have watched Swami Muktananda manifest like Sai Baba, you know, from the etheric into the physical. Yet Swami Muktananda was... What did he manifest that you saw? I saw him manifest the Bhubuti, the holy ash. I've seen him manifest gold coins. I've seen him... uh, just help bring people into a better way of working with each other so that they could let go of their old programming Mm -hmm. and 
work with the higher energies by releasing the past and the programming that has come from the dark side. And it's not that these people are gods. We are all creator gods and goddesses of the most high. Some of us showed up with these gifts and abilities. They're not, you know, special. We all have these things. This is why from Patty Kotorobos to Sandra Walters to so many other masters and teachers that are coming forth now, we all have these gifts and abilities to connect with the higher realms. And uh, this litany of folks I rattled off here of the you know, wise councils of elders, they are physically here. They have been here for centuries. How we connect with them is through the heart and working with that quiet energy, taking the time to slow down, sit down and just listen to the great silence. Sometimes that is a very hard thing to do for folks who have been in the left brain consciousness most of their lives. And I went to something like a spiritual gathering at a place in Keele, Wisconsin. I told this story years ago. Yeah. And it was through a different, you know, I forgot the name of the, um, the system that I was learning. It's not relevant really, but I decided to go to that event in a place I'd never been before. <clears throat> and I discovered that that place was, it was an older couple's place and it was quite large. And it had a very large lake on it. And uh, it was on like Wednesday and Thursday and Friday or something like that. So I was there. And then there was some other people that were having another meeting and they invited me to come and they said don't worry you don't have to pay so I stayed for a Saturday and Sunday and it was Dr. Daniel Fry and I don't think he's on the planet anymore no yet I went into that room and he was teaching quantum physics and quantum uh quantum psychology and I mean he was teaching all these uh and 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 uh and ufology and there was this one man, he was there, he was seven and a half feet tall. And I'm like five feet, five inches tall. And I'm looking up and he said, you're not from here either. Just like me. I <laughs> just like, I got it right away. There was no way that he was from here. It was very, very energetically real. And that evening I went out to the pier and I sat on the pier with these other, there were five of us, other people from that group. And the lake is quite large and there was a full moon so you could see things. But um, a starship, a Pleiadian starship actually came and hovered over the far side of the lake. And five or four or five of them, they got they walked out onto the rim and they telepathically, they looked like pilgrims, but they telepathically to all, communicated to all five of us. And we all heard the same thing. And we said, 
this is not exactly how we look, but we came in dressed in a way in which you would not be afraid of us. And to answer you, Penny and Benayak, how we can call on these folks is in your quiet moments of meditation. Ask Lord Michael, ask Katumi, ask Saint Germain, Lord Lanto, Lord Michael, Sananda to show up. They will physically show up. You'll feel the energies. You'll start to get a sense of a presence in the room. And the presence is so huge, so large. And the energies are of this these waves of love. And I mean, I experience that being in the presence of Mother Teresa and Sai Baba and Yogi Bhajan, where you just cry for joy, mm-hmm. the ecstasy that you feel. And mm-hmm. it's not mind control. It's not manipulation. It's coming from that heart place, like what His Holiness, the Dalai Lama says, like when you're hanging out with Archbishop Desmond Tutu, the joy that you feel is so effervescent and timeless. You don't care about Jack. You're just right in this moment. That is that now moment. Stay there. This is how you call these folks in. This is what Grandmother Chandra talks about and Grandmother Beatrice when I have seen her in Santa Fe. Um, they're asking, can you give us some names of people that we can call on? I just did. Lord Michael, Lord Lanto, Katumi, St. Germain, Sananda, Captain Astar. I mean, Lady Master Athena. Yeah. You know, Sana Kamara, the ancient, eternal, and supreme of days. He is, you know, he yeah. resides in the city of Shambhala the Greater, which is an etheric light city over the Gobi Desert. Yet it is a fantastic city of light that you could physically go there and ask these folks to show up. They will. And you'll Carlton feel- on line one. Carlton. Welcome back to the show. Long time haven't heard from you. Welcome, Carlton. You're on line one. I, that's kind of you, Lady Master Tar and uh, Commander Rama. Um, I just don't always get a chance to call in, but I do listen. And I thank you so much for your service to humanity. Um, so on this topic, you, one of you, I can't remember, maybe um, Tara started out this particular part of the conversation saying, Hey, what, what can you tell people about how to be successful at uh, trying to connect with um, some of these other entities and energies? Cause I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I may still give it a shot, you know, once a month or something like that, but I kind of gave up really trying to connect a few years ago. I just, never seem to be successful and I don't know there might be 
a few thousand other folks out there who have been in that position. So, um, I guess, uh, it, it, what can you say other than encouraging us uh, just to keep keep trying, <laughs> or unless I'm getting messages and and uh, not recognizing them, you know. But that well, big for that big energy in the room, I haven't felt that. Well, but I'm just out there there. Yeah, they 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 are there. It's allowing ourselves to get in such a state of awareness that you can feel it. And sometimes that takes meditation and calming the mind down to the point where uh, non-ordinary reality kicks in, so to speak. Um, but uh, Carlton, I'm just going to acknowledge, I, re- I recognize your vibration and it's very high. Maybe you just don't recognize the very high vibration that you're, you know, the person you meet uh, along the way is at because you're there too. I, I don't know. Sometimes we don't recognize and, and, you know, these are specific names and you can actually learn about these masters there's so much information on the internet about mm-hmm. they, it's just available profusely but um you know like i think for example Ser- serapis bay that ascendant master um from uh ancient kemet i think um at some level that entity may have um done something to connect with me because uh somebody else who's very who you know very well on this show, um, gave me a, a book, um, that, uh, was channeled through Serapis Bay. So I think that was an example of that entity, you know, using a a path that I'd be open to, to, uh, connect. So I'm open to that, you know, Yeah. but in terms of, Hey, Carlton, how you doing? That, that hasn't happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't be surprised. There's a, a we're going into another uh, higher time space continuum now. Where um, again, yeah, you're getting told hello, and it could be somebody that you don't notice in terms of an everyday experience. I mean, I've met poor people on the street begging for money, and they're the, they're on a master, they're an ascended master. And exactly, and we have to take that attitude. You, everybody's, everybody's, uh, uh, everybody is 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 God. So you have to absolutely, and absolutely. and 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 Jesus taught us that plenty of times. Yeah, and I can even say that you know met some people that weren't quite in their right mind, but they had something to tell me, and I listened. And they told exactly. Me you never, you never know who's kind of uh, playing playing that role for a reason but uh, then they say hey come over here uh let me share something <laughs> let me tell you this <laughs> let me give I you remember, a tip and then they go back to babbling yeah i remember when i went i went to nebraska to this place and it was a research project and i went with a friend and it was a university project where i was going to a place where they had um children in particular with down syndrome and I met this mm-hmm. little 
six-year-old girl, and she was a master in that body. And she looked at me, and she and I looked at her, and she said, where have you been so long? <laughs> and it's just like she sat there, and she had this conversation that was beyond me. And she's six. Absolutely. Uh, kids with Down syndrome. Now, I just rationalize this, if it makes any sense. You call it vibration or whatever. But they never have a bad thing to say about anybody. Okay, they're always enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't have don't have a, a bone of bitterness in their body, but uh, so so to me, they're all on an angelic uh, vibration. Part and and what makes sense to me anyway is that part of what they're here for is to help us embrace compassion. Oh my God! There was yes. this other little girl. She was in a wheelchair, and uh, was at another center on the east coast somewhere but i just i'll never forget she just lit up her face and she was in such joy and ecstasy and she would not stop that ecstasy and she was pouring it around me and in me and everywhere and i just i couldn't hardly move i was just like at the purest level i mean they never waver from that from that that uh vibration never now, why they look a certain way, I'm sure somebody can physically get into that because they, you know, they generally there's a tendency, um, and, and I'm sure it's 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 it's, it's a lot higher than uh, than our general consciousness can perceive. But yeah, they they so anyway. So absolutely, we we got to be open and receptive to this all around. So I would say I, I am working on a uh, there is a breakthrough coming coming up here. So you'll. We'll keep you posted. It might be a couple, three months, but that is happening. Yeah. That's right. It, it's okay. but you're all you're all uh, angels. You're all blessed. You're all uh, divine. And uh, I know if I see a feather on my doorstep, that one of you been by my place. So so thanks in advance. <laughs> oh, Carlton, thank you for such a wonderful conversation. I really appreciate. Yes, indeed. You. All right, I'll I'll, I'll let uh, others uh, join us. Thank you. Bye bye. Namaskar. Well, uh, Sister Caroline, in the meantime, uh, do you have anything else you want to bring up tonight? Um, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, let me look at the old notes here a moment. Well, uh, you know, not to sound like uh, quite the Debbie Downer, but <laughs> Rama, have you ever said to any of your contacts, well, they're talking about making it pretty much impossible to function in society unless we go along with this very dark agenda. So what's your best advice on what we do if that happens? Have you ever said anything like that to your contacts? I have, and what they told me is that there are so many of us, they're not going to be able to corral and control all of us. So many of us more awake is the key. Yeah, they are in their twilight, and I can just say, try as they may, it, it will always be that we will prevail 
ex-Trump officials try to keep Trump yeah. from office. There's a whole band of people now, ex-Trumpers, that are going after him. I mean, it's like you mess with that certain kind of energy and then there's there's something that comes back. I'm not wishing it on anything. It's just, I just read the subtitle and that's what it said. Mm-hmm. What What's interesting to me is that we, they, the old crowd have so much fomented this atmosphere of rebellion amongst people and it's turned on them, you know, <laughs> the, the chaotic individualism of American life. Um, it hasn't always worked out in their favor. They thought they could control us with it, but a lot of that mixed with these higher energies has made us question them and including people who ordinarily wouldn't question authority. Um, and that, that to me is amazing. And they saw what happened on January 6th. And I feel like, um, you know, I would never in a thousand years condone that kind of behavior because violence doesn't solve anything, but um, it may have also shown them that they thought they could control these people. They thought that they were at their beck and call, but they've also, they can turn, they can turn on them. They can turn on the told Trump deal. Um, they can splinter and decide that we're going to face this down. I mean, it's the, uh, it's the conservatives I see deciding for the most part that they won't take the, um, the jab. And some of us, more democratic leaning as well but um i i agree that um, it's beyond where they can control us and the light pouring in i feel is going to support us in putting away the violence and making a stand in, in a very empowering and peaceful way yeah uh there's a statement that's out there in the world that's recognizing that the empire that the united states in particular it's based all its profit on violence, killing and profit for violence, for killing and profit. That's what we've done. And it's being recognized. And people are saying, what's the matter with us? What are we doing here? And why do we continue to go across to that side of the fence with that agenda in mind? And people are waking up. It's just happening. It's happening so many ways. And uh, the thing that we can best do is come together in a place where we can bring that peaceful center, centered heart space to every conversation. And I appreciate that we get to do that together every Thursday. <laughs> yeah, like Matthias has been teaching us in order to get to space, you know, go up in one of Elon Musk's rockets, you go through your heart. That might sound totally ridiculous to everyone, but to get to space, you go through your heart. And it is about the Merkaba vehicle we are, the physical Merkaba vehicle that we've all read about throughout all the stories of all the various teachings it is our physical light body and these ascended master space commanders they extend their merkaba vehicle to create a physical ship that we can get on in the physical right here right now (laughs) as crazy as it sounds 
<laughs> You've traveled that way, Rama, haven't you? Yes, I have. <laughs> and I know this to be real. Yet, how do you describe this to a scientist from MIT? <laughs> you don't. You allow him to experience it. His way of finding things out. That's right. I don't force it on him. There's many ways to find this path. That's right. Wonderful. Thank you both so much. I don't know if there's anything else that, you know, we need to hear. Uh, I think that's a lot for one evening. Holy tamale. Maybe I could just, there's this, it's not a very long paragraph, but I thought coming up here, uh, let's see, today is Thursday, so, and it's a sixth, so this is on Saturday. Venus Kazimi on January 8th. Uh, It's uh, Kazim, Kazimi is a term that means in the heart of the sun in astrology. Kazimi is when a planet will meet with the sun in a very close alignment during its retrograde journey, amplifying the planet's energy. During this time, Venus is between the sun and the earth exactly. Venus will be closest to the earth in her orbit, which signals the time when Venus begins her shift from evening star to morning star. This is a great time to meditate, set intentions, create vision boards. Oh, that can be fun. Or do ceremony around what you would like to experience in your lives in the realm of love and relationships with self or others. Personal values, creativity, pleasure, and abundance by creating space to connect in with your heart and the energy of the goddess during this time can lead to profound communication between self and the divine feminine. <coughs> Excuse me. The awakening to the teachings of the path of the rose and the divine feminine expressed through the great mother goddess will be key this whole year. And this is by, um, what's her name, Rama? Robin Robin LaPlante. And she says this whole year is known as the year of the white rose. This whole year is the year of the white rose. Imagine that. Everybody get yourself a white rose. (laughs) I passed that talking back to Whoever, me, myself, and I. (laughs) Thank you, Caroline. Thank you, all the others here. Thank you, everyone. And our panel, there are various stages of going to the light. And some of us are learning about silence to do that. And that's been in the astrology a lot, to take more time to be in the silence. It's like the closest thing to being in nature. So going for a walk in the forest and nature. I uh, do as we can, but um, we'll still be talking tomorrow but on, on Friday and Saturday, but we'll let a lot of other people share with us too. There's just some beautiful messages coming. There's no way we can lose now because people are waking up and 
know it, you know, your little puppy dog next door or kitty in the shed or the bunny rabbit or yeah, <laughs> or the raven. I mean, Rama's had the deers on a regular basis coming up and just hanging out with him up the mountain there. Yeah. And those big crows, those big ones. Yes, the raven. And they come and visit him. Remember, and that's true. A raven or a crow, they never forget a face. So Rama can go up to the same part of the mountain and the same crow will come and say, ah, hello, you remember me? That's really true, right? Ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> sounded like a sad duck. <laughs> yeah, this is something that the bell ringers gave us as a going away present. They said, go away, go play your... Ah, ah, ah. Ah. Ah, ah. <laughs> Thank you. Was that you, Randy? That's pretty good. Yeah, that was Randy. I thought you were in bed. <laughs> I can speak bird, cat, dog, and human. What a talented human being. Thank you, Randy. Thank and you. so can everyone else. All you have to do is practice. That's right. And, you know, it's amazing. You can communicate with those animals in ways you never thought. Just take a little chance and take some time to do it. I love everyone. That's the talking stick. What, to me? You and me are the hosts. Oh, okay. All right. We're calling in our brother, Captain Don, as our music maestro. It's time for music, and we'll see what Penny has to share with us tonight. Are you there? Can you hear me? All right. And Micah, thank you. That was wonderful. You get two good contributions tonight. Penny, too all our friends thank you Ramantara much love everyone to our audience many blessings good night everyone good night Micah good night all let's hear those tunes <laughs> Commander Don totally <laughs>